to all of my fellow liberty-loving Americans all across the fruited plains. From sea to shining sea, this is the host who loves you the most, Luke Throop here on another terrific Tuesday, friends. It is Election Day, Torch Report 236, Election Day and beyond. We will be skimming the surface, seeking the signal amidst the noise and diving deeper than the elections, but we will address the elections. First, I want to point out today is a blood moon lunar eclipse. The lunar blood moon eclipse is set to rise on election day for the first time in all of time. And we must ask ourselves, is this a sign? What's going to happen? We don't know. (laughs) What we know is that it is happening because today is election day and Americans all across the country are waiting with bated breath to see what the future holds. Will the Republicans take control of Congress? Will the Democrats hold the Senate? Will American democracy survive? Oh my gosh, we know that there's 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 slavery on the ballot and there's democracy on the ballot and everything good and everything bad in life is on the ballot. What's going to happen, you know? Will the American public accept the outcome of these elections? Will all hell break loose? Will chaos ensue? Will there be civil unrest? Will there be riots and violence? Who knows? <laughs> Friends, who the hell knows? I don't know. I'm not going to try to predict it. Honestly, uh, the truth is, as I've said, we are going to have to wait a while and see what's happening. You know, already we know that the media is out there tempering expectations, the liberal echo chambers, the mainstream media, the propaganda mouthpiece of the global cabal and our own corrupt government is out there claiming it's going to take days or maybe even weeks before we see how this plays out. So let's not get our hopes up here. You know, the tension is palpable. Don't get me wrong, friends. There are already numerous signs of widespread corruption, and they've been tipping their cards for a while. But of course, all of this will get dismissed and swept under the rug as disinformation. But I do want to take a just a minute here to point out a smattering of headlines here just to, you know, just I put these links in there. I don't know how many. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. <laughs> All right. Here's some of the headlines out there. Last minute change is already delaying vote counting in Philadelphia. How are they, you know, how are they going to count the ballots? They're already delaying it. You know why the liberal media think that the 2022 midterm elections could get hacked. Now that's a fascinating article because they've been denying the fact that our elections could get hacked for the last two years. But of course, now they're out there saying, oh, I could get hacked. You know, how about the Michigan pollsters saying that we should be uh, expect a red mirage on election night? It's not a big red wave. It's a red mirage. It's just, you know, we'll see when it's all said and done. <laughs> wink, wink. We know who's going to win. ABC News out there warning of a red mirage appearing during the midterm elections, showing the GOP in an early artificial lead. But I will add that once they unleash the artificial algorithmic and artificial intelligence and algorithmic solutions, they'll be able to flip that uh, red wave right on its head. It'll be just a mirage. And we know who will win. Wink, wink. Election day tabulators across Maricopa County, Arizona are not working. Why not? Because <laughs> they're lazy bastards? No, they're just machines, friends. But they seem how to be uh, misfunctioning machines. Anyway, tabulators in Texas are also not working, so it's not just Arizona. Again, the news is out there, friends. Here we go again. Dominion machines in Mercer, New Jersey, experiencing a, quote, programming glitch. Oh, gosh. These Dominion machines, man, we spent 
millions and millions of dollars to get them in over 30 states across the country, but they still have glitches. You'd think they would have worked that out after the last election. We know what happened there. Friends, it's happening again in New York City. Polling stations have been temporarily shut down to pipe bomb threat. You know, oh my gosh, there's a pipe bomb. No, it's just a big fat turd left by some homeless person. I don't know, friends. What will the red mirage look like if Republicans win? Uh, But this vote could take weeks, they tell us. This is coming from uh, all sorts of sources. ABC's out there. Oh, it's going to take weeks. It's just going to be weeks. You know, Pennsylvania cities and Democrat volunteers right now are rushing out to help voters replace flawed ballots because they've been deemed illegal. You can't just cast flawed ballots, or I guess you could cast them, but legally you're not supposed to count them. So they're rushing out there saying, oh, come on, come on, come on. Let us help all these poor, uh, inept individuals correctly fill out their ballots so that they're not, you know, flawed and voting for the big red wave. All right. Now, meanwhile, Fetterman, who is a jackass, and I I don't want to talk about that guy. I have not talked about that guy, so I'm not going to talk about that guy. But Fetterman is out there predicting dramatic overnight comeback. You know, oh, it may look bad. He may be slurring his speech. He may be, you know, incoherent, you know, much above Joe Biden in his qualifications as a leader. But he's going to get a dramatic overnight comeback, just like we've seen over and over over and over again with all these progressive candidates. They get these dramatic overnight comebacks. Uh, and this time he's tapped a Clinton lawyer to help him in that process, friends. So how is that for a sampling of insanity? Here's what I want to point out. <laughs> the nervous uncertainty, the nervous uncertainty, the suspense, the drama, all of this is psychological warfare. It's meant to keep people glued to the tube in a perpetual state of heightened suggestibility. You may recall, if you've been with me for a while, from Torch Report 200, how they hack your mind, that the, quote, the inducement of nervous excitement allows tailored information and perspectives to be firmly implanted in many minds. Those words are coming from William Sargant, The Battle of the Mind, a brilliant uh, psychologist, psychiatrist, studying the historical uses of brainwashing when the commies, you know, would capture British soldiers who had sworn allegiance to crown and country. And they go into these commie camps and they come out three months later about atheists and sworn communist revolutionaries. This is brainwashing, friends, in the clinical sense. And it's how mass psychosis is formed. Psychosis, <clears throat> again, the etymology is, is the inflammation of the mind. People can't distinguish between what they think and actual reality. And the various techniques to do this have been studied and understood by psychologists for more than 100 years. And it's been used in psychological warfare for much longer than that. So add to that everything that we've recently learned about AI and sentinel surveillance and algorithmic social interventions that manipulate public perception and behavior, and we have now arrived at the mysterious election interventions discussed yesterday. And just to refresh in case you missed that, they are intensifying surveillance with systematic social listening. Again, these are their words, not mine. It allows them to target communities with tailored propaganda crafted with the help of behavioral science in an effort to control any emerging perceptions that might hamper the government's intentional manipulation of public behavior. Mind you, when the government is intentionally manipulating the you know, 
emerging perceptions and public behavior, they are controlling the outcome of elections. Just keep that in mind. Keep that in mind as all of this political theater plays out. It's not what we see happening on the stage that will shape the course of history. It's what we never see. You can't see an algorithm. You don't know what the search results don't show you. You won't know the stories that you've never heard. You will never really know what happens in the 3,143 different county offices where the election results are being verified, right? I mean, how could you? It's just incomprehensible, friends. I try to put this in perspective a little bit. I thought a little thought experiment might be in order, a hypothetical thought experiment to illustrate what I'm getting at here. Say you, out of personal conviction, uh, that election integrity is the most pressing issue. You want to personally check in on the county level results all across the country. You know, how would you do that? First, you'd have to find a list of all the counties, which yours truly has uh, put included there the article for you. It's there for you. You don't even have to find it. It's right there. Click on it. You know, have a look at all the counties. Then you got to look up the website for each of these 3,143 different jurisdictions. And let's say that only took you two minutes per county because you are an exceptionally efficient human being. Do a little bit of math. Clickety click, click, click. Two times 3,143 equals 6,286 minutes. That's over 104 hours or more than 13 eight-hour days spent just trying to find the points of contact for each county office. So you see what I mean here? You know, it, we have to trust. We have to trust our local officials are doing the right thing. If we suspect that they are not doing the right thing, we have to investigate. And if we investigate and we find evidence of election interference, we have to hold people accountable because when there is no accountability, public trust is broken and corruption accelerates unabated and emboldened. Just look at the last four years. You know what I mean. But still, friends, still we have to trust. You know, we, we have to trust the process. We have to trust because there's really no other option. Don't lose sight of, you know, hope and faith and all the good things that this is going to work out. The pendulum will swing. It may get a little bit bumpy, a lot worse before it gets better. But we have to trust that good people are doing the right thing even when no one is watching. And at the same time, we have to accept that bad people are out there doing bad things, especially when no one is watching. And all of that said, I still believe there are many more good people in the world than there are bad people. But, but many good people remain unaware of the great reset, of the big lie, and the profoundly important implications of algorithmic social interventions, which, you know, <laughs> and so a lot of people here, that's the first time they've ever heard of algorithmic social interventions. Well, go back and listen to several of the last podcasts, look at the articles, and you'll see where we're at here. In other words, you know, what I'm saying here is that while most people are focused on the midterm elections, wholly unaware of the advanced technological tools and psychological warfare being used against them, while that's happening, while all the smoke and mirrors and all the dog and pony shows going on, the global cabal continues to advance their malicious agenda. So let's go ahead and zoom out, shall we? Zoop! And let me remind you that the commies are taking over the world! <laughs> Oh, friends, and don't you forget it. You know, this, <laughs> uh, I, I, to be honestly, I am, uh, I am optimistic. I do think that this, uh, this is going to be a big red wave. And yes, we're going to get some constitutional, you know, liberty loving conservative candidates out there and they're going to, they're going to hold some feet to the fire. And there's going to be accountability, but friends, that's only a small, again, it, it's, it's a battle in the war here. Okay. So, but let's connect a few dots and move on. Shall we? Macron. 
This is three articles I want to share with you. Uh, French President Macron, Minister, whatever the hell his place is, you know, pretty boy Macron, uh, BFFs with with uh, Trudeau. Anyway, Macron is urging the U.S. and China to pay their fair share for climate change. You got to pay your fair share for climate change. We're over here freezing our ass off because we're keeping fossil fuels in the ground like good human beings. And you're over there, you know, releasing strategic reserves and all that. Come on, you know, you got to pay your fair share for climate change. Okay. Another article out, uh, Woke Pentagon is distributed climate literacy polls to a to the service members. So the Pentagon, you know, it's like, oh, everybody in the service has to say what they think about climate literacy. Because if you don't agree with the environmental radical environmental agenda, then we're gonna fire your ass. You know, you will be demoted. You know, you are wrong, private. Uh, okay, third article here. No content to kill, not content to just kill coal. Joe Biden issues a direct threat to oil. Now, what do these have to do with the midterm elections? You know, that's the question. What is happening? Come on, Luke, what the hell are you talking about? You know, friends, it has everything to do with the midterm elections, even as Americans are rejecting the radical climate agenda en masse because they're tired of paying the pain at the pump. They're tired of finding bare shelves at the store. They're tired of the hungry babies, right? Be- even though that's happening, they're casting their votes accordingly. The cabal continues. The cabal keeps marching on with corrupt politicians on both sides of the aisle, fully on board with their schemes. Okay, this climate agenda, you know, the, it's, all this it brings back to the One Health Joint Plan of Action. Now I know I pack a lot of information in these twenty-minute podcasts, but if you recall yesterday. Uh, you know, this one health plan, joint plan of action, this is the one agenda to rule them all. Uh, it's what I believe is truly the greatest threat to the future of humanity. And the reason I believe the One Health Initiative is the greatest threat is precisely because it establishes a misguided moral imperative to manipulate the masses and capture society in a centralized socialist surveillance state. Right. <laughs> but don't just take my words for it. The commies are taking over the world, you know. All right. I got to get serious here. I'm, I'm drooling on myself. <laughs> okay. So you don't have to take my word for it. As I said, here's how they describe it. In this one health joint plan of action, the OHJPA is their, their little initials there. It says here, Direct from their 86-page report, you know, One Health requires continued institutionalization supported by appropriate investments for greater awareness among all stakeholders, cross-sectoral competencies and capacities, joint workforce training, career pathways and opportunities, effective governance rooted in transdisciplinary and multi-sectoral principles, and appropriate legislation, stakeholder and community engagement, the integration of the concept into education in related disciplines, and a renewed emphasis with key interventions and collaborations at all levels on moving toward a more sustainable, healthier, and safer world. <laughs> Period. End quote. Translation. The commies are taking over the world. <laughs> no, I'm just, oh, friends, it's true. I hope you know it's true. I know you know it's true because you've been listening to yours truly long enough to know that that's exactly what's happening. These people are all communists. They're socialists. They want, they're Marxists. They want centralized control of everything. Now, I have to laugh uh, at the complexity of their language. That was all one 
sentence. <laughs> Everything I just said once said, you got to be kidding me. That's a word salad of, of epic proportion. You know, the full 86 page report, which is linked there in the article, it, it, it's equal parts mind boggling and maddening. You know, it's mind boggling that they could, you know, they, they have such a very detailed plan for taking over the world. You know, it's maddening because they're they're so far ahead. You know, like, whoa, 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 you know. So they have this very detailed plan to take over the world under the auspice of saving the planet. And they're they're keen to using all of these spiffy new 21st century tools like Sentinel surveillance and the AI and all of that. You know, what the hell are we going to do? <laughs> you know, as an ignorant peasant, I need to know what am I going to do? You know, but if you read their plans, they're convinced of the moral imperative and they are acting with utter conviction. They are trying to save us from ourselves, and in order to do that, they have to control the flow of information. They have to control the flow of money. They have to control the means of production and consumption. They have to control emerging public perceptions, and yes, friends, they have to control the outcome of elections, etc., etc. In other words, they have to control everything. Otherwise, their plan doesn't work. Just look at the mess, uh, you know, what a mess it's been trying to get millions of uh, red-blooded, liberty-loving Americans on board with keeping Petro in the ground, you know, trying to get all these Americans to agree to the radical climate agenda. I mean, they're trying to pass it in Lyle, Washington, population 500, and even in population 500, they, there's still some dis, dis, uh, dissenting perspectives, shall we say. Thank the Lord, you know. There's no way that they can get all 8 billion people on the planet to go along with this plan, this radical climate agenda, unless, unless, unless they lie, they cheat, they steal elections, destroy economies, and literally reprogram and brainwash the masses. That's what they're up to, and that is exactly what they plan to do. And in fact, as we have seen, they are already doing it around the globe. Friends, so make no mistake, no pesky midterm election is going to derail their plan, okay? They have been planning this decade for decades. Link there in the article to the UN resolution. It goes back to 1980s, all right? The wise will realize what this implies, friends. We need to be looking beyond this election. Though it's critical, we get out and vote. So, you know, don't forget, friends, today is election day. Get out there and let your voice be heard. Don't forget to remind your family, your friends, and even friendly strangers that freedom is on the ballot, friends. That is the message of my heart for today. Friends, if you're enjoying this podcast, please do me the great honor of clicking that little heart and giving me some love. Subscribe if you have not subscribed already. And above all else, the greatest honor of all is if you share this podcast with everyone you know. Friends, get out there and embrace this terrific Tuesday. Don't forget to vote. And I'll look forward to talking to you again soon. 